0: biblical Christian worldview. Media missionaries where Christianity and culture collide. In this podcast, we're going to begin a four-part series on lawlessness in America and end with a quick comment on our fractured American political parties. So let's get started. Lawlessness part one. Will America Ever Become a Lawless Nation? This series offers insight on the potential of our great nation being permanently undermined by forces both within and outside of our control. This first podcast offers an overview into the reasons why the destruction of America is more than a fantasy pushed by the radical extremes on both sides of the political spectrum. The second podcast in this series will discuss six megatrends that are contributing to America becoming a lawless nation. The third part, podcast in this series will offer scriptural insight on what America may look like as we approach the end times. And finally, in the fourth podcast in the series, we'll present a detailed picture of what a broken and lawless nation might look like, offering the biblical Christian two choices to either hide or hide or perish. Now, I've spent an extended amount of time researching this subject. I've spent hundreds of hours across all media spectrums, and especially scripture. By no means am I presenting what I would consider a highly likely scenario in our lifetime. What I am offering is a thoughtful, logical, and biblical view of what could happen. Further, and most importantly, what are our options as biblical Christians in the event this scenario does, in fact, come to pass? The internet, books, videos, sermons are all full of wild expectations on the end of civilization as we know it. My initial and base reliance is on scripture, specifically three sets of scripture. The first is God's promise that he will never destroy the earth until the end of the age. It comes from Genesis 9 verses 11 through 17. This is 11 through 12, I establish my covenant with you that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, this is a sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature. This is a promise by God to Noah and all succeeding generations that he will never again destroy the earth by a flood. Many believe that this is a general statement of God's broad protection of the earth for its inhabitants. The second verse is Matthew 24:36 and 37, which reads as follows. But as concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. For as were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. This is a statement by Jesus that documents that it's futile to try and predict when the end will come and when Christ will return. The third scripture verse is from Matthew 25, verses 1-30. through 30 which reads in part then the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom five of them were foolish and five were wise for when the foolish took their lamps they took no oil with them this is talking about jesus using an illustration to remind us to be watchful while we continue to do the work he's called us to do until he returns From a biblical perspective, we need to recognize that America is likely not found in scripture. Or if it is, our country could be the new Babylon. During the end times, the focus is on Israel. However, many other countries are identified as co-conspirators in the failed attempt at its downfall. The fact that the current most powerful country in the world would seem to have no part in eschatology speaks either to the fact that we are headed toward a fall, God's timetable extends beyond our current generation. Everyone describes the word lawless differently. Webster defines lawless as not regulated or based on law, not restrained or controlled by law. Synonyms of lawlessness include words like defiant, criminal, riotous, illicit, and mutinous. For this article, I'm defining lawlessness to mean a rapid and ultimately complete absence of police and military protection. These are the insular services most of us currently take for granted. The cascading impact of this void would result in a breakdown in the supply chain of food and, for inner cities, water. There would follow a collapse in financial markets and a loss of the power grid due to inattention. There would be no fire, no ambulance, or other traditional support services that could be depended upon. Americans would be on their own for food, water, shelter, and security. To paint such a cataclysmic event, one needs to offer a clear and cogent cause. I would offer three broad categories that would present a scenario of lawlessness in this country. They could be termed progressive, immediate, and scriptural. So let me begin with progressive. Many articles in biblicalchristianworldview.org, our website, document the slow deterioration of our nation, framing not only the evidence, but also the consequences. The loss of freedoms, media bias, riots, the loss of biblical Christian worldview in our post-Christian nation all play into this trend, further climate change drug legalization pandemics the dismantling of our laws persecution wasteful government spending socialism liberalism social media censorship etc add to our deterioration even today as we live in the most successful nation in the world the list can go on and on looking broadly At what could happen, based on the trends we have witnessed over the last 10 years, a continued slow march toward the collapse of America is certainly a possibility, however remote. This would involve a combination of two or three factors from a list I'm going to present in a second. It would result in a domino effect from which America would likely not recover for decades to come. Examples as follows a collapse of the stock market could be caused by a deep and systemic financial crash similar to but much broader than the crash of 1929 which lasted for four years banks would fail and inflation would explode governments such as china and japan who hold large portions of our bloated national debt would likely be reluctant to help us out Further, damage to our economy would ripple throughout the world. Finally, as the dollar becomes riskier, its preeminence as the world's transactional currency would become more tenuous. Second, a new pandemic, much deadlier than COVID, could arise. Before 2020, no one would have predicted the worldwide disruption caused by the Wuhan virus. There is nothing in science that suggests this could not happen again. If a much deadlier strain hit our country and the rest of the world, regardless of its origin or ultimate underlying cause, there would be chaos. Number 3. We are facing a collapse of our moral and ethical underpinnings. As mentioned above, we live in an ever-deteriorating post-Christian society. We are experiencing a loss of basic human freedoms unparalleled in our nation's history. Combine that with an increase in complacency, free access to once-illegal drugs, continued progress towards socialism, unchecked violence, and censorship, we are losing our way as a nation. Number four, the validity of climate change has had its advocates and detractors over the last few years. Regardless of where you may stand on the issue, it belongs on the list of potential crises. The fact that there is absolutely nothing that will be done by world governments to halt what most scientists believe is going to take place is a reality. Unless climate change is not part of God's plan, it is inevitable, if true. Finally, there's genetic engineering. It is far beyond the boundaries of this article to offer much insight into this topic. However, researching programs on cloning, CRISPR, the insertion of RFID chips into humans, mind uploading, etc. will provide ample evidence that technology may share in the destruction of a free, hard-working society. So that's a list of progressive potential deteriorations in our culture that could create lawlessness. Next, there is immediate. Rather than being a slow progression into chaos, there can be specific events that drop us into lawlessness much more rapidly. In the past, the theme of this type of chaos took the form of nuclear war. Currently, the U.S., Russia, U.K., France, China, India, Pakistan, and perhaps North Korea and Israel have demonstrated or stated nuclear capabilities. More nations are working toward that end. Provocation by a diplomatic misstep or miscalculated aggression by any one nation could create a wave of apocalyptic destruction. Further, satellites and their ground-based surrogates play an exclusive role in early warning. However, cyber warfare could easily, falsely initiate or hide a pending attack, sparking unnecessary retaliation. What has kept us comparatively safe over the decades since Hiroshima, is the concept of mutually assured destruction. However, there are new players in the market whose ideologies may supersede their need for survival. There also exists a much more effective and targeted alternative to direct nuclear war. Examples include an EMP, which is an electromagnetic pulse, created by detonating a nuclear device in the upper atmosphere, and has the potential of destroying our power grid. Further, it would likely damage all electronic devices, such as cars, radios, TVs, computers, etc. all across our country. The government has been preparing for a potential EMP attack for many years, hardening military infrastructure. However, civilian electronic devices will not be so fortunate. Further and more significantly, the major power stations throughout the country are not hardened. The transformers in those power stations will take years to be built and replaced, and the primary U.S. supplier of those transformers is China. Two to three strategically placed and detonated EMPs will shut down the U.S. from coast to coast for years. It is highly probable that no cars or trucks built after 1965 will be operable or repairable this is a recipe for lawlessness as the supply chain breaks down second would be a GMD which is a geomagnetic disturbance depending on its location and magnitude it will have a similar impact as an EMP for those affected and it basically comes from a natural disaster caused in the upper atmosphere three Recently, cyber-terrorism has entered the news with the Colonial Pipeline shutdown. Those who demand a ransom for one regional pipeline could have instead programmed the U.S. pipeline delivery system to destroy itself. No gas would mean a loss of truck transport for food and supplies as well. Further, the same dark side terrorist group or their comrades could attack the electrical power grid with the same impact as an EMP or GMD finally there are other destructive events beyond the nuclear cyber and gmd options we could have a meteorite hit the planet a huge earthquake a tsunami or other natural occurrences that tip the scales of our fragile world and let's not leave out an alien invasion for those who believe in such things As we evaluate the likelihood of these events, consider reflecting on how you would have responded if someone had tried to explain the long term impact of COVID just a few years ago. So, the third group is scriptural. Many Christians believe we are living in either the labor pains of Matthew 24, 28, or the end times itself. We need to recognize that at some point Christ is going to return. For biblical Christians, the timing of the rapture will become more significant if the trends mentioned earlier continue. Beyond the labor pains are the judgments God will press on the earth. Sores, water into blood, scorching of the planet, darkness, earthquake, hundred-pound hailstones, and plagues are all part of the picture painted by our Bibles. From the Old Testament, Ezekiel 36 through 39, Daniel 7 through 12, Zechariah 14, Malachi 4, and from the New Testament, Matthew 24, 25, John 14, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 Thessalonians 1, 4 through 5, 2 Thessalonians 2, 2 Peter 3, and the Book of Revelation, nearly in its entirety, all testify to what God has in mind. A mid-trib, or post-tribulation scenario means Christians will have to deal with many of these judgments, even if protected to some degree. So, to reflect on what's been presented, what would happen if there was a total breakdown in our country? What would happen to the ability of our local, state, and national governments to enforce the Constitution and our system of laws? What should or would a Christian do? Should we hide like Mormon preppers, or should we help our neighbors and friends and ultimately perish? I would suggest that there are no other options, and there's no middle ground. In the concluding podcast on this series, we will better define what America would look like as a lawless nation. We will explore the two choices biblical Christians have if the end times have truly begun, and until we are raptured out of this world as true citizens of heaven. The second quick topic in this week's podcast is on our fractured American political parties. Regardless of current attempts to rewrite history, our country was founded on biblical Christian principles. However, there have always been two distinct political parties differentiated on the question of states' rights, which is the Republican Party versus federal control, the Democratic Party. To some degree, these differences remain in play, though much has been added to the disparity between these groups and their various subfactions. The conflict can and often has been part of the strength of our nation, a form of checks and balances which has forced compromise as a basis for measured progress. Over the last decade or so, these competing forces have become fractionalized, as has our country in general. Stalemates and infighting have taken the place of compromise. Brute force legislation has become more than norm. Whether it be the establishment of Supreme Court justices or a pending infrastructure bill, political parties are finding it easier to go it alone rather than working toward a bipartisan approach to legislation. If the Senate filibuster is ever repealed, likely all bipartisan negotiations will be severely curtailed. As biblical Christians, we need to be aware of the realities of this negative trend within our government. It creates a climate of the ends justify the means, which promotes political rhetoric over facts, the most recent being the rush to judgment regarding the whipping of Haitians at the border. Add the Russian collusion hoax, Hunter Biden, COVID origins, all initial reporting becomes suspect. These breaking news reports are then twisted and amplified by the media in an attempt to stem the loss of viewership from competing outlets. In many ways, Christians are becoming more and more sheep among wolves. Matthew 10, 16. As we navigate the world around us, we need to be wise to the environment we live in and resist being caught up in the cycles of negative news. Our God is all-powerful and all-sufficient and we have his protection and his love as we face the world around us and prepare for true citizenship in heaven. Our focus should not be on the events of this world, but on seeking opportunities to tell the lost about the next. That's all for this week's podcast. Next week we'll present Part 2 of Lawless, Six Megatrends Contributing to a Lawless Nation. In the meantime, please check us out at www.bcworldview.org. Media missionaries providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you and protect you as you share your faith with a lost and dying world. Biblical Christian Worldview. Media missionaries where Christianity and culture collide.